With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. 727-579-1025. What's up, Rusty? Hey, Drew. Hi, Rusty. I was just listening to what y'all just said. Thank you. About what SDK what said about... How does a thug or how does a gangster dress? Yes. You, you've never been in any of these big cities to see how these kids are dressing nowadays? Oh, but, are they all thugs you know? and gangsters? Right. Like, you go to any high school gathering, you're going to see white, black, Hispanic, Asian. Every single race and ethnicity is going to be wearing baggy clothing, basketball jerseys, okay. gold chains, etc. Okay. Does that mean they're all thugs? But what about their colors that they fly? Doesn't that tell you something, too? No. What about the colors that they fly? They in bike games? I mean, you, I mean, you go into certain parts of Los Angeles. I'm a truck driver for a living. Mm-hmm. I've been out there. Mm-hmm. You go into certain parts of Los Angeles, you won't see no red. You go, you won't, you go into other parts, you won't right. see no blue. Well, yeah, we're talking about so Crips right versus there. Blood. Yeah. Sir, right, but you're yeah, talking right. about street gangs. There's a noted gang. Right. Uh, I'm talking about a thug. I'm talking about somebody that thinks he's a tough guy. That's got to have a bunch of people around him to make him tough. Okay, again, we're not talking about gang members here, sir. We're oh, talking-, talking about he's talking about Tony Soprano. All right, all right, well, what about this? He said, "What about Jack Teller?" He's never yeah. seen a white black dude, right? I now, now I know because I grew up in a boys club. I went there for fourteen years. Okay, and I had a lot of good friends. So you were a thug, white and black dude, mm-hmm. and I know that they do not like black guys that have an education that have a job, that have a family. The ones that ain't doing good, they do not like those black guys. Well, I, I think that that transcends all races. Anyone who is unsuccessful and miserable hates people who are successful and happy. I don't think that has anything to do uh, with black, white, yellow, brown, green, or whatever. That's just yeah, people but, who are not successful hating on those who are. Yeah, but they grew up with these guys. I mean, they're their best friends. They grew up with them. They've known them. Their whole Doesn't matter. You take a white dude. You take a white dude who's pumping gas at age thirty-eight, and he went to high school with the guy who's pulling in seven figures as a stockbroker, or a hedge fund manager, or whatever. The gas station attendant's going to hate that dude, no matter what color he is, and no matter if they grew up together, my man. I don't know what his point is. Me either. What is your point? Well, I just didn't like how. I, uh SDK said that he, what is a white black dude? Well, you, what you is didn't it? like that I asked the question? Think, How I dare you? Black, I, I, think a white, I think of a white black dude as one is successful. Okay, so white people are successful and black people aren't. So if a black person is successful, then he's a white black person in, in your world. Yeah, so for my way of thinking, I mean, not my way of thinking. That's how, I, that's how my society, my white people's society that I grew up with. Your, your white, his people's white people's society. society. That is not my white people's society, <laughs> sir. Sir, your white people's society is not my white people's society. Would you identify yourself as a racist, yes or no? No, no, man. I grew up, I grew up in the boys' club. <laughs> Wait, let, 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 just, I mean, let how me. how can you call me racist, sir? You're always calling somebody else racist. I You're didn't, always saying that just because they don't agree with you. But, just because I don't agree with you, you doesn't mean I hate black people. No one said you just said you hated me because I asked the question. <laughs> and then, and then, and then you start talking about surfer shorts. They never buy nobody wearing no surfer shorts down to their ankles. Okay, thank you, sir. <laughs> Keep on trucking, buddy. Whew. Takes all kinds. Merely asked the question. It's getting very heated. 
Wow. If you identify a white black guy as a successful black guy because white people are successful and black people are not, you might be a racist. Mm -hmm. Sorry to go all Foxworthy on you, but I figured you'd get the reference, sir. Hello. Are you still listening? Good. It's the Drew Garabo live hidden track of the day. Enjoy. And ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now to contribute to this Breaking Bad discussion, and I'm sure throw a few new twists on there, is Miles Allen. What's up, Miles? How are you? Yo, bitch. <laughs> Yo, bitch indeed, man. How are you today? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Man, we're doing real well. Uh, how did you concoct this idea to take the magnificent series Breaking Bad and to turn it into a one-man show? Oh, man, I just did a ton of meth, and it just came to me. And uh, No, no, I'm kidding. Um, but the, uh, it actually came out of a um, – my, my buddies and I had just got done watching the second to last episode of Breaking Bad. I was doing the impressions uh, as four of them right after the show. I've always done a, a bunch of impressions, and um, they, they thought that it was hilarious. They decided to shoot a YouTube video of me. They, they uploaded it, and then – uh, it garnered over a million and a half views, and I was like, "Oh, there's a market." That escalated quickly, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just realized people really like my impressions. Um, I really love Breaking Bad, and uh, I decided to put um, those those passions and then my my love for comedy and acting together, and uh, decided to keep the Breaking Bad flame alive. Very good. Have you heard from anyone connected with the show, say a Vince Gilligan, a Brian Cranston, anyone on uh, on this effort of yours? Uh, Bob Odenkirk, actually, um, Saul, the guy who plays Saul Goodman. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is, is interested in seeing my show. And uh, our next stop, uh, I'm in Tucson right now, our next stop is Albuquerque. And uh, mm. they are shooting Better Call Saul right now. So my hope is, is that uh, they'll be able to come out and uh, enjoy enjoy a little bit of uh, a little bit of a nostalgia trip for them. Exciting news about uh, Bob Odenkirk for those of us who are fans of his. Uh, he is reuniting with David Cross. It's not going to be Mr. Show, which was a brilliant television program they had on HBO, but they said it's going to be very similar. That's just, oh man, I'm so pumped about that. Very exciting news. And that's cool, and that'd be great to get his input. You know, with Bob having the background in comedy, it would be so good to just get his feedback for that. It would be, it'd be fantastic. For sure. Uh, what is it about Breaking Bad that you found so relatable and so magnificent? I think everyone uh, who appreciates good television loved the show, but how? what is it that, uh, that stoked your profound connection to the show? You know, from the, open, the cold opening scene, uh, when y you see the pants dropping in slow motion, all of a sudden there's this RV with this guy with a hazmat mask on and some kid passed out in the passenger seat. From the get-go, I, I it just engaged me and intrigued me, and it never, never once did I feel like it ever lost that. Right. I was in, continually engaged in every episode, and then I think it's it, honestly it's a very unique um, uh, and yet very pertinent uh, uh, sort of premise for a show, and in that it questions uh, from the first episode. The, the question is posed: is is a morally compromising decision? based on good intentions justified and i believe that the the rest of the series is an is an exploration of that of that moral question that and moral the, dilemma and the answer is yes do it <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. yes, yes. 
nothing bad could happen. It is interesting I mean, the different morality that comes into play, though, because initially you can relate to a, to a Walter White in that, man, we don't know how we would react if we had to undergo chemotherapy and we didn't have the funds to pay for it. But then when he becomes, when he turns into the empire business. Well, before, when he killed his first person, that's when I stopped supporting him. Is that, is that when Walter became an yes, anti-hero to you? I was like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, I, he didn't lose me until the final couple of seasons when he started like becoming yeah. Heisenberg and he went full Heisenberg. I'm like, man, this guy's become unrelatable. You still you sympathize for him, right? even when he kills Crazy Eight. Uh, spoiler alert! Um, yeah. in, uh, in you know in season one, he uh, you know he has such a moral regret for it, and by the time he's doing these devious acts in season four and season five, he seems completely removed from remorse at that point. No doubt. That's and I think that's the first time, I think, as an audience, we've witnessed our protagonist become someone we can't honestly sympathize with right on. anymore. We are speaking and with Miles Allen. He does the one-man Breaking Bad show. It is coming to the Straz Center the 17th through the 19th of this month. We do have tickets to give away for this. Uh, do, you st- do you strictly stick with stuff that, uh, that is on the, uh, on the big screen, or do you inject your own little stuff in there? Any, uh, any extemporaneous stuff from you? Yes, yeah. There's plenty. Um, again, it's a it's a parody of 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 Breaking Bad. So it's um, a lot of stuff is is altered, changed. There are a bunch of other impressions outside of the show. There's SpongeBob, uh, Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings. Um, what a Family Guy characters did Breaking Bad. There's there's a whole bunch of different. Uh, uh, stuff out there for everyone to to enjoy. So it's a very, it's very much a comedic nostalgia trip through the greatest television series of all time. Hey, break me off a little uh, Family Guy character doing uh, Breaking Bad. I'm uh, I'm intrigued yeah. by this. I'll quag my. Would you like some mess? I would, cause I'm Heisenberg. <laughs> well, that's tight, 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 Peter. Hey, Dad, can I maybe have some mess? Uh, no, Chris, you're a stupid fat loser. Excuse me, Chris. I've got some meth in my back pocket. This is great. This is uh, is pretty awesome. That's what we can expect at the Strad Center in the uh, the one-man show coming up the 17th through the 19th. Well, good luck to you, Miles. I love that you have a passion for the show that we found uh, so phenomenal. We'll see you out at the Strad Center on uh, the the 17th through the 19th. Man, good luck to you, and uh, thanks a lot for gracing us with your presence today. Hey, thanks for having me. You guys take care. You too, man.